Hey, students, you are listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wing. Good day to you, Brother Wing. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. You know, I, I sometimes am just amazed at what my kids can do and come up with. And my son was watching my wife, who was like planting these, like, plants in a pot and various pots and everything. And he's yes. kind of helping, but he's not helping. Yeah. And uh, he took one of the knives, <laughs> which was a really dull knife, like right. safe for him. But he starts, he just starts like jabbing it in the ground. Like he's, like he's killing the earth, you know, like, <laughs> ah, yeah. You know? And he, <laughs> oh, that's concerning. You know? Yeah. I was like, I was, and so then I'm just kind of watching like what he's doing. Then he realizes that there's, he can like dig up the dirt. And so he starts digging up worms out of the ground. And he's super yeah. excited when he would find a worm and then grab oh, yeah. it and dig it out and take it to my wife to show her this worm, this huge worm that he had in his hands. And I just kind of stood at a distance and watched and, and somewhat proud of him, somewhat disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> that's how a serial killer is made <laughs> oh man i don't know how to transition from that story to to what we're talking about today brother we i don't actually though it doesn't matter what we we're talking about there was probably not going to be a great transition today because i've got a really i got a question for you brother wing like uh, in first corinthians chapter six there's a verse that has me flummoxed, perplexed, uh, kerfuffled. Uh, and here is, here's the verse. It's verse 15 of First Corinthians chapter 6. It says, Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of an, of an harlot? God forbid. So help me understand what is Paul uh what's Paul getting at here and what's he going to teach us? Well, I first want to compliment your vocabulary. Very impressive. Oh, yeah. Flummoxed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here um I think Paul is helping us understand the purpose of life in a much better way and these Corinthian saints have been influenced so heavily by the world that it entered into so many problems even within the church that church members had been afflicted by worldly influence and allowed that worldly influence to then start to um, dominate not just their thoughts, but also their behavior. And so Paul's now coming back to core principles that will help them understand what, why they have the church and even why they have their lives in this finite time that we have here in mortality. And so um, he then says in verse 16, Know ye not that that which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall shall be one flesh. And this kind of is referring to what Mark was teaching about marriage and the sanctity of marriage and becoming one um, in the Lord. And yet here they are not doing it in terms of marriage. And so he's definitely and has previously in the chapter here exposed the violations of the law of chastity and how harmful that is. But he's basically saying here, uh, there's so much damage that comes from violations of the law of chastity that we want to be able to recognize that uh, the, the, the purposes of it, but also 
our relation, how it's, how it affects our relationship with God. And so in essence, my way of saying this uh, would be that we can be linked to and bound to the world by breaking the law of chastity. But instead, verse 17, but he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Or so, so in other words, or we can be linked to and bound to God by keeping the law of chastity. And so, so much of what is around us in the world is influencing us uh, in a way that um, mocks the law of chastity or, or even tries to argue that it's, there is no law here or it's, or it's not a big deal or it's um, not important. But Paul's pointing out, look, this is the whole point of life. And if you want to be linked to and bound to this world, you're going to just fall off into um, breaking this law. But if you want to be linked to and bound to God and fulfill the purposes of your life in this world, you need to keep the law of chastity. So he says, flee fornication in verse 18. So it seems like that's a, that's, that's a really clear description. Then like, if I want all the blessings, maybe I shouldn't use the words blessings, but I'll use the word blessings. If I want all the, the blessings or all that the world can give me, then I seek to bind myself to the world, right? And so, if I want the res- the the results of of living a life without the law of chastity, then I can I can have that. But if I want the blessings that uh, that my Father in heaven can give me, I'm going to need to bind myself to Him, which means keeping the law of chastity. I can't I can't receive the blessings from God without being bound to him through law and through covenant. Um, and so I guess I just, you just got to make a choice. Right. And so I think that's what Paul's saying then when in verse 18, when he says flee fornication, or in other words, flee, uh, run away from anything that's going to bind you to the world because this world is going to end. God is not going to end. His blessings, his promises, they won't end. The world's promises always come to an end at some point. Uh, but God's will continue on forever. And he, you know, he tells us to love him with all our heart. You know, and, and the only other time that he says to love with all your heart, um, other than God, is your your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this relationship is so valuable, so important, so many blessings that can come from this marriage relationship. It's definitely worth preparing for in such a way that we keep the law of chastity that why else would we make it harder to have joy in marriage? You know, if we break the law of chastity, that's exactly what happens. It makes it harder to do that, of course, in the marriage for sure. But then even before the marriage, it would make it harder if we've violated the law of chastity. So we want to, we want to, heal ourselves so that we can be one and not divided so that we can give our whole heart um, to this relationship and be connected to another person, but also be connected to God, which is eternal marriage. Yeah. It seems that the, the Lord, I think, and our father in heaven are so concerned with the choices that we make uh, with our bodies and our spirits. Right. And, obviously they're rooting for us to to make covenants that will bind us to them but i think in verse 19 we understand a little bit why we understand a little bit about who we are um when he when paul says what know ye not that your body is a temple of the holy ghost which is in you 
Now that's an important thought um, to have. When you were baptized, you received the gift of the Holy Ghost. You became a, a, a temple, a housing place of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost could dwell within you because of your cleanliness and your worthiness, your desire to be, stay on the path leading to leading to exaltation. And just like a an earthly temple, we would be so careful with what we brought into and um and actions we engaged in 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 an earthly temple, like a, a one of our buildings that we built. And and I think it's important to be just as careful uh and aware of what are we allowing in? What are what thoughts, what actions, what uh what Beliefs are we allowing into our temples um, that house the Holy Ghost? Is it, is it a place that He's going to feel comfortable uh, hanging out in? Uh, and so, and so, I think that's one of the things that Paul is saying is that your body is not to be used as as an object to be bound to the world, but rather your body is something that houses the Holy Ghost that leads and guides and seals you. Uh, to God and and to to Jesus in the next life. There's a there's like a proactive doctrine there that mm-hmm. helps us to keep the law of chastity rather than um, like a some kind of a behavioral principle to just try to like resist things by willpower. Right. You know, that that's like a pretty much impossible thing to do, and it's just like super hard and unnecessary, especially in the world that we're in, where it's just there's this constant bombardment and opportunities to pollute our minds with smartphones and everything else, you know, and yet there's proactive doctrine that Paul's teaching here to say, let's use our body for its purpose to unite with God, to have the spirit and the Holy ghost there. And that, and there's even more in these verses to help us to keep uh, and want to keep the law of chastity. Like our desires can be purified so that we want what's what's right and good, and we understand the consequences of violations. We also understand the blessings, the extreme blessings uh, for keeping this law. And so I, I also appreciate how he says, um, ye are not your own at right. the end of verse 19. Um, yeah, you have this body, but it's not actually yours. You know, you you have a creator and he created you. And even verse 20, for ye are bought with a price. Well, what's that price? You know, and now now we get to where we talk about uh, the Savior and the price that was paid um, and the the cost and the ownership of, of our body even, but then our opportunities to overcome sin that all come because of the sacrifice of Jesus. And so and so he says that we can so that again is a, a very proactive doctrine. Again, we focus back on the Savior. And the opportunities that he's provided us to have this life and to be cleansed of sin and to go forward and to make covenants with him. All of this comes because of Jesus Christ. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's like, uh, you know, that he owns that. And so um, that then these are verses that would help us to say, okay, (laughs) I'm going forward with how I talk to other people or what um, media I choose to let in or how I use my smartphone or what I do um, and uh, and how I build relationships with other people. I'm going to glorify God um, in all of these ways, and that will protect us and lead us to the blessings that God wants to give us. That's awesome. Excellent.
Students, thanks for listening to this episode of Answers to Gospel Questions. Go ahead and share this episode with somebody else. We'll see you at Institute. Love your guts. Stay righteous.